one thing that I learned in secondary school is how to be a hustler. I think I have wicked tendencies, but I'm not wicked. <laughs> you're always saying bad energy, stay far away, but... Bad energy, stay far away, but you're the bad energy. I dare you to lick in Kechi's pants. You guys don't know I have brain. I have brain. First of all, nobody asked. Second of all, your outfit is actually trash and we don't care. The only time, the only time I'm on my knees is... Well, that's, that's, that's classified. Ah, uh, <laughs> is a family channel. I hope my mother isn't listening to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Care Package. This episode is 69. And on this episode, it's just us because why not? Not every day treats, treats, treats. <laughs> back as we know ourselves. As uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about our work life and our jobs because we talk about uni life a lot because obviously uni life. And we talk about other lives but i feel like this one this one we dance around and i'm actually about to finish my job in about six weeks so we're like yeah why not let's give you guys the tea yeah so um for me i work so i took a year out of my bachelor's degree so i'm gonna place my year for those who know what placement year is uh for those who don't know what placement is i basically took a year out of my degree so i did two years of my degree in the uk most degrees are three years i took two years of i did my first two years I took a year out to work and then I'm gonna do my last year in September, which is so crazy to me because I feel like I started my placement like yesterday. But anyway, so I work at GlaxoSmithKline, aka GSK, which is a pharmaceutical cheese company, and I work in their global health department. Yes. Um, oh my god. So you guys already know the very, very oh my god. <laughs> You guys already know it's very very complicated as program i'm in so like i knew my program i'm an architecture major and i'm in the accelerator program which kind of means like you take two semesters like you're in school for two semesters and then you have one semester off which is where you like work for a firm for like six months or whatever so the firm I, i've only worked at one firm so the firm i work at is called studio idea and it's a like really really tiny firm and as most of you also already know, I also work at Apple part-time. But yeah, both our jobs are related to our majors. I've worked at Studio Idea for maybe like, I'm working for them now. So maybe like eight months. And I've also been at Apple for eight months as well. So I've been double time in. But yeah, mm-hmm. I know, how did you get your job? Um, how did I get my job okay so at the time I was looking for a placement yet at the time I was looking for placement so there's this website called ratemyplacement.com if you're in the UK and you're looking for a placement ratemyplacement.com will be your best friend every day I'm looking was new was new was new then I'd also written down to my pharmaceutical companies I knew or written down some that I had seen a rate my placement and I went to go check those people's websites directly. And because rate my placement, sometimes depending on what you filter, you may not see everything you want to see. Wrote down all the companies, went back to check their websites directly, um, wrote down any job I was interested in. Um, and I applied. So each job required something different. Um, I probably applied to like seven-ish jobs prior. Job content is not easy, you guys. It's not seven-ish jobs prior. Um for the GSK one, I had to do a test, um, which was like a quick one. They just want to check that you're a good person, to be honest. Like they ask you things like, oh, your colleague is stealing money. <laughs> 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 
like you can you're the person the actually to do a bit of simple maths things like that um that's easy and you get your results back in like hours um and then once you pass that then you can go to the next stage and the next stage is an application form which is your details and also some questions like why are you interested in blah 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 and you send it over with your cv um and then after that um you get interviewed and then if you pass the interview then you get the job because the other stages i went through that's how i got my job yeah um mine was kind of similar so my school has like career fairs and all of that so i had met with 10 firms on the career fair in virtually i'd met with 10 firms like in real life um and the firm i'm actually with now i didn't meet them before i got the job so basically one requirement for the program is that you have to work so you have to do that internship and if you don't you kind of get kicked off the program it's really silly but um yeah so you know i had been cold calling i'd been on linkedin i'd been I've been doing everything, guys. The amount of rejections I've seen in my life was too plenty. Either, like, firms didn't really understand. Because it's a really, really awkward thing. Like, you're not a summer intern. Like, you're, but you're not, like, full-time. You're not part-time. So it was really weird. Loads of firms, like, didn't know how to take on people for that long. Because all their internships were, like, three months. But I needed a six-month internship. And, like, it's the way it's basically, like, you have to submit your resume. You have to submit your portfolio. And stuff like that. So, like... There was a lot of cold calls, there was a lot of cold emailing, lots of LinkedIn's. I went through like so many interviews. I, I barely, I barely remember. Zoom was my best friend. And the internship I'm now with, so my school, like, because they're connected to loads of firms in the area, and the boss, my boss now is a CUA alum. So he emailed the architecture school being like, oh, I need an intern for the summer. And I replied to loads of those emails. And this one I replied to I got so I was really excited about that so that's the guy I'm working with now that's how I got that job and the job at Apple I can't really talk about the interview process um but um I just applied on Indeed and complete transparency I had applied before but I got denied crazy I feel like Indeed is so common like it's for common as you get like I mean come on now don't get me wrong me trying to come on but like I feel like Apple think they're so because Indeed is so Indeed you know Anyway, yeah. Sorry. but yeah um yeah i applied i was like i need something else so i was applying to loads of jobs i applied to apple i applied to nike i applied to zara i applied to too many fucking things i applied to be someone's pa which i actually did get an interview before but then apple called me first but yeah and then i got the apple job and i had to work out like when i was going to be at apple and when i was going to be at my internship but yeah it was it was a lot like i felt really really depressed at some point because it was just a lot of rejections and like I knew some of those firms were hiring my friends so it was just kind of like depressing all my friends had internships because of connections all of that like you guys know me I was uprooted from my roots and taken to America so I really didn't have any connections my mommy and dad didn't know anybody so it was like really really strange for me but yeah um that's how I got those jobs and starting off, what were your challenges? Anna? I think that was my main one. Because, like, when, like, I am, as a student intern in general, this is not even anything to do with placement here, but, like, as a student intern, I feel like you're always the youngest and least experienced person in the room. Yeah. And so because of that, like, you always struggle. Well, I always struggled 
finding my confidence, finding my voice. Maybe at a meeting, and I won't even either I won't know what anybody's talking about, or I'll be like, ah, if I say my own now, everybody will just start laughing. <laughs> I think they may not even laugh because obviously that's mean, but all of them will just look at each other like, hey, yeah, <laughs> And yeah, that was my biggest fear. Instead of speaking, I just kept quiet. And I got a lot of feedback when I first started, like, oh, you have such good ideas. You should speak up more. And yeah, I'm like, hmm. when I start talking now, you will say that. I don't know what she's talking about. So that, I think that was my main challenge when I started. Um, I think my main challenge when I started was like, because at one point I just had my um internship, and I think the main challenge for me was just like being in an internship setting and like the person I do work for, they weren't like into loads of like modern software, so like they were still using SketchUp, and I had to learn a new render. That was just a learning curve for me. And if you know me, you know I get really frustrated when I can't like do things when I can't like figure them out. And also just going to the internship. So I live in DC and my internship's in Fairfax, Virginia. And you guys all know how the DMV is like connected in one way. Like they're trains to We don't know. We are not America. Anyways, so DC, Maryland and Virginia are all like basically in the district. Wait, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. So that's what DMV stands for. What do you think DMV stood for? You don't want to know what I thought it's still for. You thought, you thought it's still for departments of motor vehicles. No, ah, that's what DMV started. No, what they really are saying DMV, DMV, DMV. I said, what's DMV? Is that the way they learn how to drive? Ha! <laughs> I knew. Like, you guys have learned something on this podcast today. I hope you do the same. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all connected. So like, oh yeah, I was going to say, so both my internships are in Virginia, but like mm-hmm. my Apple job is a bit closer to my house. So it's only like 20 minutes away because it's where the Pentagon is. And obviously like, you know, you need the Pentagon near the White House. So it's all Wait, like- so the Apple job is also in Virginia. Yeah. So what do you do? What the white, it, what? Never mind. So do you live on the edge of DC or is DC just that small? I live on the edge of DC and Maryland. Virginia is in the other mm. direction. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah, um, but my the uh, the issue I have my architecture internship, it was a whole hour and ten minutes away. So like let's say my boss would want us to be there at nine, I'd have to like leave my house at seven. Train doesn't open till like seven on the dot. So seven o'clock is when you see all the crackheads and it's really, really scary. I really didn't like it. And it's six dollars there, six dollars back. So in like a week on the train, I was just spending fifty dollars. Like just fifty dollars in my accounts every week. But yeah, I think that was the biggest challenge. Creative differences and also like getting the location. In terms of creative differences at my Apple job, I was just really shy because. Like, you know, the experience when you get into an Apple store, they're very, like, lively. They're very, like, hi, like, what brings you in today? And I was, like, oh, my God. How do I start doing that one now? Like, (laughs) I was just very, like, I'm a very shy person. So I was very, like, discombobulated. And also, like Annie said, I'm the youngest person that works there. So I was, like, really intimidated because people had been there for, like, five, ten years. And I was, like, ah, wow. But, yeah. It's all Gucci now. I really, really like it. But yeah, I think those were the main challenges I faced while doing that. How is it like incorporating? Like, you know, we're adults now, so we do nine to fives. And how does that feel? Incorporating a nine to five into your daily lifestyle? I flipping hate nine to five. Like, 
Lord, you guys are constant. I can't make yeah, sense man. of it. I hate nine to five. Like, okay, working from home nine to five is not too bad, to be honest, because I'm at home. Um, I don't have, like, if I have a, if I don't have a busy day, like in terms of meetings, then like, I can do something during the day. I hope my manager is not listening to this, but you know, I can chill, right? Yeah. However, if I if I was working nine to five in the office, then like I would have no choice but to be at my desk. Like the few days where I do go into the office, I'm like, so I have to sit at this desk for that <laughs> because I feel like I'm really stopped Yeah. I think for me that's my biggest issue is that I can't like I feel like with school and uni, we've always had actually not with school share, but we've always had flexibility and breaks to do yeah. life. Whereas with nine to five, like from nine to five o'clock, your the company owns you. And I just feel like people always say nine to five was so tiring, but I didn't get stars. Like, I was the difference. Well, honestly, that first day from nine to five, I didn't even do much that day, but I was drained. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, because like when I'm so now I'm currently in a like I'm just in a regular like okay so I'm doing summer school now so this like period of summer I'm balancing summer school I'm taking four classes I'm taking 18 credits no sorry mistake I'm taking 12 credits <laughs> I'm taking 12 credits this summer and then I'm also working at Apple and I'm also doing my internship so it's a lot <laughs> so like I have to like plan it out because my internship thankfully now I just work from home all the time but like, I still have to devote all my attention to when I work from home. And as I'm finishing my internship work, so at five o'clock, next, I'm going to Apple. As I'm coming back from Apple, I'm doing homework. And that's what my day is basically like. The only social time I have is like maybe Friday if I'm not working or like weekends, but like only in the night. So I can't do like, if you need me during the day, don't. Like, I won't answer you. Oh, chill out, please. <laughs> I said, if you need me or need me. Or <laughs> need me because... Yeah, my days are really full. The only person I make time for is this podcast because it's very special. Yeah, and doesn't make time for us either. <laughs> doesn't make time for you guys either. But yeah, it's 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 a lot. I'm not going to lie. And my mom just like left DC. I when she was staying with me, she was really really worried because like I didn't really spend that much time with her. Like when I came back from school, I'd like speak with her. We'd have dinner and like. No, when you want to just with your mommy, I'd be just with my mommy while I'm like doing work, or like when she wanted to go to the mall, I'd be at work, like I'd be at Apple. So it was like a lot of conflict of interest. Like even now, if I found to go on holiday instead of alerting one job, I have to alert two jobs. Like it's a lot, just making all of them like coordinate with each other, if that kind of makes sense. But yeah, let's talk actual adulting. So the big one is being an adult, money. Let's talk about getting a paycheck budgeting taxes having access to adult money and investing anu would you like to speak on your money methods <laughs> i wouldn't actually i'm still learning i'm winging it i can't lie to you guys i'm winging it i would say okay this placement year right um or in general i would i still largely have the support of my parents so the biggest cost that most people have which is rent i am fortunate to not have so I've been able to save a lot of what I've earned this year um, and I just made me set a mental goal for myself of how much I wanted to save when I was done with this and so I calculated how much I needed to save weekly by doing that um, and I've just 
been doing that um for the year but i would be lying if i said i've stuck to it like honestly like yeah as i said i'm learning like if you guys want to learn about money go and listen to episode 29 which i <laughs> i um what's the word i reference regularly episode 29 why is robin hood at gamestop featuring show and Ferg? yeah but yeah you can take the floor on this one um what do you mean um in terms of me, I I'm the worst person to have access to adult money. I'm so sorry. Oh, what I, have you been doing with your money? Shut up. <laughs> I like Anu said, I'm very grateful to have parents that still cover my tuition and my rent, but that is all my parents pay for. So everything else I want or I need is kind of on my head. And I think one thing having these two jobs have kind of taught me is like prioritizing wants and needs. So like I have a wish list of everything I want and then I have a wish list of everything I need. So like I kind of try and prioritize like what do I need at the moment? Like is it vital to me now or what do I need just like or what do I want just because I want it? And I'm not going to be that person that's like, yeah, you know, I'm very big, like I'm very frugal with my money. Like, ah, if you know me, I'm retail therapy is my best friend. Christmas, mm-hmm. I spoiled myself stupidly. But yeah, another thing I kind of had to learn is um, saving and investing. So like I said, a certain percentage of my paycheck, both of them goes into like investments because my dad is an investment banker. So whatever he tells me to buy, I buy. Percentage of my check, I mean, goes into like savings just for like rainy day savings, like just, just kind of have. I think the biggest shocker for me, like actually getting a paycheck is taxes. Please do not forget to pay your taxes. I am begging you. Wait. I don't know how it works in America, but in the UK, most of your employers will take it out of your paycheck before you even see it. So one of my one of my employers does, and the other. Does. I feel like that's the best way to do it. I'm not an accountant. <laughs> sign up to be before I even see the total of my money, national insurance, um, and income tax are gone. And um, if you're older, you also have to pay pensions. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, national insurance for the UK, national insurance, income tax are gone. The only thing what they do is that they'll show me how much I could have earned, if not for the tax. Yeah. And then they'll show me what they're actually giving me. And I'll say, ah, boring. Thousands <laughs> all of you that are sitting on my money. But yeah, like learning how to do my taxes. Also like just building my credit score because me for the longest, like I only had a debit card. Like I was like, I don't want a credit card yet. Like I just don't want to have access to that kind of money and my mom was like you know like considering you do what you do and you buy loads of stuff a lot like get cash so like good thing about credit cards is like loads of them do cash back so both of my credit cards have a three percent cash back on whatever you spend mm-hmm. um so if i spend stupid amounts of money i get three percent cash back and depending on like they usually have like certain deals on so i know one of my cards like there's a signing bonus so like if you got it and you spent like a thousand within your first year, you got a $300, like you got $300 unprovoked, like you could mm-hmm. use anything. So yeah, that's another thing I've been doing my jobs. I've been building my credit, been building my credit score. Your girl has a really good credit score now. But yeah, like just, just being like sensible with money, just always doing calculations, being like, do I need this? Do I want this? Like, because I'm not going to lie, I'm a material girl, but sometimes... Material girl, I want Chanel now, boo. There has to be money to materialize the material girl. But yeah, like, it was a lot of, like, trial and error. Like Annie said, you still learn every day. Like, I'm not going to be like, I don't dip into my savings now and again. The one thing I do... Uh, I do be dipping. I do be dipping. I do be dipping. I do be dipping. 
the one thing i do not dip into though is my investments like my dad was like do not touch those like whatever you do i don't have investments that's one thing i need to do as an adult like i feel like i just find them scary like with savings they say okay yes when you save there's something that money people always say when you save you are losing money i'll be what is it they say some sort of bullshit but when you are investing you are making more money cool i understand but the stock market crashed in 2008 um and you guys lost a lot of money a lot of money and i'm not sure i'm ready to get in there i will get in there because i know that if i want to make my money work for me and i don't want to work for money i need to be getting these multiple streams of income but until i'm ready for that i'm gonna stick to my savings account not gonna lie guys when i first joined linkedin right i was like (laughs) what is linkedin who even uses linkedin like what's linkedin nah i didn't understand like i didn't see the benefits and for the most part i would say i still haven't like i haven't gotten a job by linkedin or anything but i'm not i've not started job searching anything but i would say like and i also used to complain oh, all these stupid cringy posts on linkedin what are they even talking about and what i still believe that a lot of the posts on linkedin are super cringy i now understand that that's the place where they're supposed to be that's yeah. the place to boast. That's the place to talk about how you were going for an interview and you saw a dog and you gave the dog money and the dog was the interviewer. <laughs> Anu, please. Anu, please. <laughs> That's the place where you need to talk about those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and then one way that I found that I love LinkedIn for is the amount of connections that are on your fingertips. Like, if I see somebody doing a job I like, I connect with them. I set up a meeting with them. And it's fine. If I see a babe on Instagram that I think is fine, I want to ask her where she bought her outfit from. <laughs> to message her now, I'll be sweating because that's not just what we, that's not what people do. Like Instagram yeah. is not that place. Whereas LinkedIn is that place where the point is literally messaging people unprovoked. That's the point of LinkedIn. Talking to people unprovoked. So like, I cannot know you from anywhere. But if I see that you're doing something that I like, I'm going to message you and I'm not going to feel any shame about it. And I feel like that's one good thing that I love about LinkedIn. Personally, um, yeah, you guys can connect with me on LinkedIn. I've been posting, you know, I've been doing things. So, you know, follow me, follow me, follow me. I mean, same with me. Like, I made my LinkedIn right before I did my A-levels. So I've had my LinkedIn for a while and I just, like, redid it. But, like, LinkedIn connections is very, very, like, that thing is so vital. It is crazy. Like, not even, like, like, I understand connecting people in your field, but just, like, making connect because you never know who's going to be like ah there's one babe i used to know from high school like i know on my linkedin i have like i'm in my old like secondary school group so like my stonyhurst group like i'm in still all of those things like i comment on stuff like just making yourself seem like you're there and also like just putting everything you've achieved on that like like i said if you want to follow me on my linkedin go find me but yeah i have my not mommy us plugging not us plugging <laughs> linkedin we have to plug our linkedin i have my mommy and my daddy on linkedin and first thing my dad said on my linkedin he was like we need to talk about this it's not professional enough but wow. i haven't made a post on linkedin like officially but i've just put like all my experience on linkedin but yeah it's the place to be seen if you want to be seen but yeah just, was just speaking about the future and what does the future hold in terms of work for both of us i mean for me personally the firm I'm working with now, like, they're great. And I'm still going to work with them for the whole of my accelerated internship thing. But I think I kind of want to explore different realms of, like, architecture. Like, I do want to be an architect. I do want to own my own firm. Like, I'm still going to say that. That's the whole point I'm doing this program. But, like, I kind of want to, like, 
do something in like real estate like interior design i also want to do in a different place like i you guys know me my america experience has been 50 50 like it's been good it's been miserable i kind of want to explore something else like i kind of want to do something else i want to be somewhere else i want to i want to be i don't know if i want to be if it's small or a big firm because if you're in a big firm like you know big firm is like you know they're telling you to get coffee like you may have like remedial tasks but like you know when you say you worked for that firm it's like ah okay big boy but like small firms are good because you get loads of work to do but small firms also create a lot of sea finish like but this is, i don't know what sea finish is sea <laughs> finish is when they have seen you finish like yeah. <laughs> see, the thing about small firms is that they don't have as many roles and as much budget as like bigger firms so they'll tell you okay your job description is you are a baker for example yeah before you know it you are baking you are cleaning <laughs> you are washing plates you are, they'll not say oh sorry it's just that you know you know we're just starting out you know we don't really have the budget for this my yeah, job is to yeah. make cake they're asking you to go and wash the floor I know I want to be an architect. I just know I want to explore other things before I'm like, okay, time to open the phone, time to have babies, time to get married kind of thing. Mm, okay, should I have babies? <laughs> okay, <laughs> should I having babies? <laughs> should I popping babies? But yeah, what about you? Where does my future... Okay, so I want to stay in pharma. Um, I don't... Re- I want to stay in pharma, so I don't... Yeah, mind. she means she means pharma like P-H, not F-A-R-M-E-R. She doesn't want to be a pharma. <laughs> You're sick. Yeah, I want to stay in pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't mind working in a smaller firm. So I'm really interested in medical and scientific communications. Um, so I'd be happy to work in a firm that does that specifically. Um yeah i i a lot of people hear that i work in big pharma and they're like oh how can you work in big pharma big pharma is evil mm. um and i'm not gonna like oh, two things first of all I, I am based in the uk or the us it's way worse than the us i think i'm just gonna say that first yeah. of all because why are people paying for insulin um anyway and also i also feel like i get that um well somebody has to make your drugs right yeah so you know let me go in there and try and make a difference um mm. yeah i think that's what i say to that because those people do have that conflict where they're like oh big pharma i don't want to work for them which is fair i respect that but don't come for me that's what i'm trying to say thank you as you do so god bless you as you do so mm. and i guess the last question for both of us is if you could have any job in the world what would it be i would be an influencer Mm-hmm. the thing is i always i've always wanted to be an influencer but i haven't wanted to be like a clothes influencer i wanted to be like a science influencer what, so there's this what, what? There's this um there's a couple of doctors i follow there's a doctor called dr her name starts with a um what's this babe's name i can't remember her name which is funny because i'm talking about her right now but her name is dr something and she makes her name is Dr. Amil, yeah? She does healthcare, so she's a doctor. That's her main job. But she makes a lot of content about healthcare. She had a podcast um, speaking to healthcare professionals, talking about what they do apart from their job. She travels a lot. Like She does a lot of cool things. And I don't want to be just... 
I've always like because I love social media and I love communication and I love speaking to people and this podcast thing that we do I love talking to people and interviewing people so I don't want to just do a nine to five and walk till I die I really really want to explore the creative side to me so yeah when I say I want to be an influencer it doesn't mean I want to be Molly May but like I want to have a following I want to be able to share you know things about science and tackle misinformation and tackle stigma so yeah I know it's kind of boring because it's still related to science but I would really like to be an influencer but if you guys want something that's not science related i would say a writer mm. or maybe a writer like journalism yeah something around there so yes or like a tv presenter oh my god that's actually my dream job like to have like the annual show like ellen or like oprah mm. or like Wendy williams like yeah i think that is my TV presenter or radio presenting. I think you guys can see the theme. I just like creative stuff. I like my voice to be heard because I talk a lot, as you guys know. We know because you're listening to me now. Hello, shut up. Thank you. (laughs) Me talking makes for good episodes. So yeah, those are kind of my dreams in terms of jobs. Um, and there's still things that I still want to pursue. So it's not even like a dream that I've just kept to one side. Like I'm still gonna try and actively see where I can fit that into my life. Yeah. Um. If for me, I think if there was one job I could have, I would be like, you know, the selling sunsets, babes. That's what I'd be like, just selling. No, just looking good. Just and looking good house. and selling mansions. Like just, just living my best life. Well, and I yeah. think if like it wasn't architecture related, it definitely be something creative. Like maybe like I feel like I'd be a tech bro if I was an architecture major. Like okay. I, a computer science like ux ui design like mm-hmm. something like that, I can see that you know. yeah i can read myself as a tech bro but yeah that's what i would do but yeah guys thank you for joining us on this episode of the care package podcast where we talk about our professional lives because you guys know we talk about personal lives a lot but we do not talk about professional lives but yeah thank you guys you can follow us on instagram and twitter at care package pod and follow us on TikTok at the Care Package Pod. That's all we have for you guys today. Bye. Bye. This package has been signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you.